Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Jordan. And I'm Maddie. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we're here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. How's your week been? Oh, my week has been really good. I'm like really trying to romanticize the rest of this summer. Like I've been going to the lake twice a day for the past week, just like, because I'm like, fuck, it's almost September. <laughs> like <laughs> Summer is almost over. And I, yeah, I, I just don't know what happened. I like that attitude. I feel like I'm the opposite. I'm just ready for fall. Like any sort of fall embrace I can have. I'm I'm like watching Knives Out for the third time this week. Like I've never I'm seen that. Control. Is that like a fall movie? It's so good. It's set in Massachusetts. You need to watch it immediately. I need fall to watch vibes, it. spooky vibes. Okay. It's really good. I've heard it's good. Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, yes, I'm like with you. Like fall is definitely my favorite season but I don't know. I'm just feeling like I didn't do enough this summer. So I'm really trying to like squeeze it all in. You literally actually, no, I guess you moved in the spring. I was going to say you moved in, got a dog. I moved this summer. In like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I didn't do anything. Cause I have a dog and like, mm. she's required so much attention and work that like now I actually am able to kind of like leave for a little bit longer and stuff. So it's nice. Um, but yeah, my summer has been pretty crazy. But yeah, my week's going good. How's your week going? It's been really good. I'm I'm living it up. Caleb and I are going to a nice dinner um, this weekend and got my workout classes rolling. Are you still doing Pure Bar? Oh my God. They literally hooked me every time, Maddie. They sent me. <laughs> okay. So the general manager is texting my phone with like, hey, Jordan, happy Sunday. You usually come on Sundays. Here's a deal. And they're like, they're literally just sending me the deals and I'm such a sucker. I'm like, okay, I'll get five more classes. So I've just been in a pure bar moment. That's fun. That's a good, a good one to be in. I've been, Joe and I have both been in a soul cycle moment. I know. I feel like you have been doing soul cycle a lot. We've joined the cult. Um, (laughs) I, I really like it. I mean, I've been going like once a week now. It's just like such a good I don't know. It's such a good workout. And it's like only 30 minutes. I just, it's, it's fun. Do you feel I'm high also, when you leave? Like I've heard people say you feel like high. <laughs> Sometimes, honestly, it depends. It depends on the playlist because I went to one the other day that was like all Beyonce's new album. And mm. I am not even kidding. Beyonce made this album specifically for soul cycle. For soul cycle. I'm not even wow. joking. I know Beyonce is very into soul cycle, so I wouldn't doubt it. But it's, it's amazing. I felt so good after I left. And honestly, that uh, album's been on nonstop for me just because it's so like, it just hypes me up. I can't turn it off. (laughs) Speaking of, I don't know who I am, but I've also been running lately. Oh my gosh. She's a fitness queen. I don't even know who I am. Like, I don't remember the last time I went for a run, but something just inspired me the other day. I was like, I'm getting up and I'm going to the lake and I'm going for a run. And I did, I ran two and a half miles. Good for you. Like what? (laughs) I have no idea where that came from, but kind of like it. Honestly, sometimes you get in the mood to just, even if you're barely running, go for a run and like get fresh air. If it's like really nice out, 
sometimes you just get in random moods to do it. And I've, I've learned over the years when I am in the mood, you might as well just go. You might as well just go, just do it. If you're even having the slightest urge, just, Mm -hmm. just go. It always feels good after. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been my, my very active outdoorsy week. It's been so nice. (laughs) Um, okay. Before we get into like our recs, I did want to, I've been meaning to say this on the podcast for so long and I keep forgetting we have been getting new listeners left and right. Hello. Excited to meet you guys. Yay. Welcome. 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 The only thing is I, this, these numbers have not translated to the Instagram. So I wanted to just ask if you guys could go follow us on Instagram at cool girls only podcast. We're, I mean, we're also thinking of ways to kind of bring the community off of Instagram, but for now that's kind of where it is. And like, I'll post, you know, on the stories and ask for topics that you guys want to hear and things like that. So we're definitely not as active as we could be. So we'll try and work on that, but just go give us a follow. It would definitely help. Um, and we want to hear from you guys. We want to hear, you know, what episodes you're liking, what topics you want to hear. So that's my one call out for this episode. I love that. And like, literally when people send us DMS on Instagram about even just like one episode they listened to, like, I know we've gotten a few about, like, I was so scared to ask for a raise and I listened to this and now I've, I was inspired Mm -hmm. and I asked for it. All this stuff literally brings me to tears. Like it is so exciting. I love it. (laughs) Never stop messaging us because we will send it to each other and like talk about it. It's so exciting. So I love that. I love it. Like we absolutely love hearing if any episodes have helped you in any way. Um, so keep them coming, but yes, go follow us please. And all right, that's, that's that we can get into our recs for the week. Do you have a rec? Yeah. So my rec for this week on pivoting your career job, when to leave, what do you do if you don't know what you want? All of the above. Um, my rec is actually the tool I use to make my resume. So it's called visual CV. And I know a lot of like universities have started using this. So if you are in college, check with your, um, university, you might get a discount code or you might get a free version, but this is the tool I have used to build several, literally every resume I've had since I graduated from grad school. It's so easy. It is worth every penny. Like I will literally download it. Um, like I'm up for a promotion right now and I downloaded it. I just paid for like one month of the service. I think it was like 15 bucks or something. Edited my entire resume. It's, I just think it's like the best tool. So if you are thinking about leaving or wanting to just refresh things, if you're looking for a job, then I think that's a really good tool to use. I love that. When he sent me your resume the other day, I was like, what is this? Like, it's so nice. I'm like obsessed. It's, it's so user-friendly. I'm actually obsessed. People know when they ask me like, Oh, <laughs> how did you build this? I'm like sending them all these Let things. Let me so. tell you, <laughs> is there other templates and stuff on it? Like, Oh my God, they have so many templates. Yeah. And it's one of those situations where like you can build one resume and then change the template and like copy it. And it's in a completely different format and you don't need to do anything. It saves all the text and puts in a new template. So I it's love nice. that. Oh, I haven't touched my resume in so long. Like it's good to keep it updated. Like, it really is. I know yeah. I need to go in and update it. That's a good, that's a great rack. Actually. You're reminding me that I need to update it. Um, <laughs> what cool. about you? Okay. My rec is Masterclass. 
Because if you're thinking of pivoting, like, to be honest, you could be thinking of pivoting like completely different, like career paths. I actually like, I don't pay for masterclass. I've done it like here and there. Like you said, you'll like pay for the month and then like cancel. I've done that a few times because there's some that I've really wanted to watch. And like, to be honest, I've always been interested in writing and like, I just don't know where to begin. I don't know like how authors get to where they're at or like how you even like if you need formal training, like anything, there are so many authors on masterclass. Like I've watched some from Malcolm Gladwell. There's a few different others, like different genres and stuff. It's so cool. So if you're like truly thinking of making a huge pivot and maybe you don't want to like pay for a college course or something, I feel like that's a really great place to start. And they're just so high quality, like great, like training videos. They even have one on Mm -hmm. like interview tips and like, I, I, want to say maybe even pivoting your career or something along those lines. There's a lot of like career focused ones too. Um, so that's my rec. I really enjoy the videos. They're amazing. Have you, um, great, great rec, by the way, have you seen the Chris Jenner one? No, but I, well, <laughs> I've of course watched the Kardashians and I saw the episode where she was recording it. So I need to, I get served like an ad for masterclass specifically for Chris yeah. Jenner all the time. And I'm Me like, too. what have I done to deserve this? <laughs> what have I done? What is hers on? Just like being a mom. It's like building an empire. Who knows? Okay. I mean, truly that makes sense. She did build an empire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot, there's even one like Serena Williams even has one for like tennis. Yes. Like, yeah, they really have everything. So I mean, yeah, I don't think it's something I would pay for like on a monthly basis, but if I'm like interested in something, I would definitely do it. I feel like Joe's old job, like they, they gave him a membership for free and I used to use that all the time. Wow. That's a really good, that's a great resource. Very cool. I know. Yeah. So that's my rec. Check it out. And yeah, we'll get into today's episode. requested episode. So exciting. Love a requested episode. We really do. And basically someone just asked if we could record an episode just about pivoting your career, which I think is a great topic. Definitely a great topic for your twenties because you're really figuring out what you want to do with your life. (laughs) So I think initially when we started thinking about this episode, the first question that came to mind was like, how do you know what you want to do? So any, anything there, Jordan, how do you know, or do you know? (laughs) Um, I definitely don't know. I think we've both been on like different journeys, um, to get where we are today. We both pivoted a little bit in terms of jobs. Um, but I don't know what I want to do. Like sometimes I think I want to go in one direction and then I change my mind completely. And I, always been someone who wants to like try new things and I want to figure out what I want. And I feel so determined to like hit a place where I feel like I've figured out my purpose. Um, and in your career, it feels much more tangible to get to that point because it's like in front of you. I don't know, like sometimes life it's very 
like I don't know what's the right word I'm looking for when it's it depends on the person yeah no for sure it's I can't think of the word different for everyone it's subjective there you go Jordan. yeah Woof. yeah yeah like <laughs> <laughs> like your personal um your personal development and like your personal purpose is very subjective from person to person. But a lot of times with your career, you feel much more like my best friend just got a promotion. When is my promotion? What am I doing with my life? Like it's It's really so easy to compare. Exactly. So, I mean, to answer the question, no, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, specifically my career. I don't feel like I know exactly what I want. And I remember like talking to my manager recently about this. Cause I was like, oh, I want to job shadow people. I kind of want to explore different opportunities at the company and not necessarily like, I hate my job, get me out, but more just like, I want to figure out where my next step could be. Like, I want to start mm-hmm. mapping things out. And she was like, Jordan, like I've been working for whatever, 10 years. And I don't know what I want to do still. Yeah. And you hear all the time, like people you respect, love, appreciate smart people that are just like, I don't, I still don't know what I'm doing with my life, you know? So like when literally you, no one does. Yeah. 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 And like, I don't, I think I've met a few people in my life who have said like, this is my purpose and I'm so happy I'm doing this, but it's very, very few. Right. What about you? Do you know what you want to do? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm also in the same boat. I'm like, I don't know. You kind of think after you graduate, like things will just fall into place and and you'll know exactly your career path and like where you want to go in life. And it just does not work out that way. Like you said, maybe some people, but not most. So I don't know. I think putting yourself out there and like meeting people and networking is always good just to get a different like background of like what other people have done because I don't know when you hear about career paths, like there's, I don't really hear about that many linear career paths. Like when I'm talking to people, even in my companies, they've jumped around so many different things and like try different areas and try different companies. So I think, I don't know, just think about it like that. Like a lot of people don't have linear career paths where you're just going up the ladder anymore. I mean, it used to be a thing, but I feel like nowadays it's, everyone's kind of trying new things and like getting exposure in different companies. So I don't know. I think it's always interesting to hear about that and just kind of understand like where you're at right now is not forever. Mm -hmm. So don't feel like you're stuck in like a box or anything because you can literally do anything truly. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now, but I, I really don't know what's next for me. Um, which I, I don't know how I'm dealing with that. I'm just like, trying to like figure out what direction I kind of want to take my career in. Um, and that's tough. I mean, I just have no idea, which is fine right now. I'm just trying to enjoy the role I'm in, but also it's kind of like, gives me anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things that like you just said that resonate like the, the whole linear path thing. It's very rare to meet people who know exactly, not even just like what their purpose is. Let's say they admit with us, they don't know what their purpose is, but they're in a job where it's like, next I'll do this. Then I'll do this. Then I'll do this. Like I know people in my life that are like that. A lot of them work in like finance and it's very, finance can be a very linear path where, you know, Mm -hmm. you're in this role, then this one, then this one. Yeah. And other than finance though, I don't think there are a ton of 
like jobs or kind of career paths out there that are that mapped out. Maybe they used to be, but it's kind of fallen apart in a lot of ways these days, you know, like you get a job and maybe you'll be a manager. Maybe you won't, maybe we need you on this team and you just pivot. Like, I think a lot of it has to do with like letting go. And that's extremely difficult for people like you and me. Like we're very, I want to be in control of Mm -hmm. where I'm at and I want to know what the next step is, but like the advice I've gotten from so many people I trust is just to know that everything happens for a reason. And it's so difficult to like, like stop freaking out about it. (laughs) And I I don't know if I'll ever stop worrying about it, but it is true that like you switched your job for a reason. I switched my job for a reason. We went to different companies. Like I'm in a much better place now than I was a year ago, mentally, physically, everything. And I know you don't have any regrets about the move that you made. So it it almost kind of goes to show that like, sometimes life just happens and you just roll with the punches and you're in a better place afterwards, you know? Totally. Totally. Like there's just certain things you cannot plan. There's certain things you cannot plan. And like, I've been a little bit more trusting of like the things that are coming into my life recently. So I think just kind of letting go of what you were just saying, like the need to have it all planned out, I think is key. Also, like you just don't know what you don't know. And when Mm -hmm. I say that, I mean, like when you're in college, you might think you know what you want to do, but to be completely honest, like you don't know anything. Like you don't know even (laughs) what roles exist. You know, even when I started, I was like, I didn't even know certain roles existed. So you could literally meet someone who does something and you're like, wait, that's a job. Um, and kind of learn that way and see what other people are doing and explore areas of interest because you really just don't know until you get into a certain company or a certain area of interest. So, yeah, it's so weird. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I literally was not going to say anything else. (laughs) I was just going to say like, it's so weird that we go to school And unless you leave and go to some sort of rotational or like job training right out of high school, if you go to college, like you're learning about a topic and a lot of the times it's really not practical at all. And you never, at least I struggled with this. I know I have friends in my life who struggle with this. Like you learn a subject and you focus on a subject and then you're immediately thrown into a job, which is inherently there because there's a need, a business need behind it unless you're volunteering or some shit, you're there because the company is making money off of you working for them. Like that's how the whole exchange works. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. <laughs> we like sit in a classroom and we're just like lectured at and we're like taking fucking notes. And then you go what into the a job. Fuck did I learn in college? Like, I don't yeah, even remember like, there. There is just like no transition period. It's, a, it's really difficult. People don't talk about it enough. How difficult yeah. it is to go from school to a practical job. That's so true. Like I just didn't, when I like accepted my first role, like I didn't know really what I was going to be doing. I didn't know what to expect. And it was just like, there was a disconnect from school to the, to my first job. Like I was just like, wait, what? Like, I just didn't fully understand. Um, yeah, there's just a big disconnect. I feel like from college to like your first job, it's right. It's really weird. Like you're, when you first start out working, most of the times a lower level worker is a very like, um, hands-on role. 
like you're not really in a client facing role. A lot of times you're not, you're not doing like think tank type shit. You're like doing it. You are in Excel. You are in a lab. You are whatever. You're physically the person who's doing all the bitch work because you are the bitch. You are, (laughs) you are the bitch. That's so true. You're you're the new employee. (laughs) So it's like the shift there that we have that like you see in that point in your life is just wild. And then you get super high up and then you're who the fuck knows what CEOs of companies even do. I don't know. I have no idea. What do There's they do? There's no way they're reading their email. You know how many emails they're no. on? Like, what are they even doing? Going That's to speak. That's a great events. question. That's a great question. Getting paid a lot. Getting to paid do a what? shit ton. <laughs> <laughs> to oh my dictate gosh. people. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. To keep a company afloat. I don't know. But yeah, yeah I think like, I think we both or should I save this for advice? I'll save that for advice. I was going to do my okay. questions that changed my outlook on my career, but let's move Ooh, on. Yeah. I think one more thing to add just about like the, how do you know what you want to do? I think, I don't know. I think you need to be very strategic <laughs> about your career. So like put in time and effort to really like think about what you want and where you want to be in X amount of years. And it doesn't need to be specific but I think it'll really benefit you to at least think about it because like we're saying, it's very overwhelming. So it's really easy to just not think about it and like put it off because it gives you anxiety. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's good for just a general direction and then you can have that to work towards. And if it changes, it changes, but I don't know. I think maybe doing some self-reflection is like key to figuring out what you want to do with your life because it's not an easy thing. Yeah. And I think like both of us are very practical people. Like we tend to steer more logical, which is why I think we have nine to five jobs and we do things outside of those for like a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. But if you think about what motivates you or like, I don't know, I know people in my life who love making a lot of money and they would never give that up for a easier job or a more chill job. Like And then I also know people in my life who would give that up in a heartbeat to do something they love. So I think that's also something like fundamental that you don't need to decide in the moment, but it's something to think about, you know, like, what Mm -hmm. do you care about? Do you care more about your time or do you really want to make some money while you're young and, and move on? Cause that will really shape the type of career you have and how much effort you put in, what kind of roles you apply to. Like, those are like fundamental things. I feel like, like you just said, self-reflection, figuring out what you really, really care about, at least right now. And that knowing Mm -hmm. that can change over time. Yeah, no, that's a huge point. All right. So have we ever pivoted? Have you ever done a career pivot? So I've pivoted jobs. Um, but I originally, the biggest pivot of my, like, I guess you could say career happened in college. The biggest pivot that happened for me was I went to school at MSU to study political science. So like I was a poli sci mm-hmm. major, I think all of my freshman year, maybe my sophomore year too. I know it was a mid, a mid switch, but I just have always been fascinated by politics. I loved learning about like, you know, the things that motivate us and all yeah. of that shit. And I started getting into the courses more and more. And I was taking so much poli sci credits. I'm literally so mad at my advisor. I could choke him, my <laughs> freshman year advisor. Aww. Because 
I was one of those people that took all of the classes for my major and none of, none of the other core things I should have been doing. So that when I decided to switch all of my electives were just swallowed by my poor decision-making. So like, I didn't have the same college experience that some people are like, I took yoga. I did painting. Like I couldn't do that. Mine were gone. Oh, that sucks. I I was, I literally hate him to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What kind of advice is that? Why would he tell you literally? I don't know. Like, I'm not trying to graduate in two years anyways. So I was in a poli-sci major and I started getting like advice from people about what jobs they were going to look for and what internships they were looking for and nothing paid well. And I knew I didn't want to be a politician. I didn't want to be like, um, a lobbyist, just a lot of the practical things that you would do with that degree. I didn't want to be a lawyer. Yeah. Like I just didn't want to do any of <laughs> So you're it. like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> right. It was like, I, I chose this degree because I like learning about this, but then I actually got into it and I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with this mm-hmm. piece of paper when I'm done? Right. And I just didn't know. So I decided to go into marketing because I knew I had, you know, my parents were entrepreneurs. I knew I could pick it up. You know, it wasn't like this is my true life's passion, but I knew I could yeah. make some money and it wouldn't be a bad, bad choice. Mm-hmm. So that was like the biggest pivot I've had. Other than that, it's just been jobs. Like I was an analyst in my first job and now I do a lot more like budget management and creative stuff. So nothing super crazy and both were tech companies. So I think your pivots might be a little more substantial. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. When I think about pivot, I think about like going from, I don't know, like a sales role to like HR or just something like fully different, but I guess mine could be considered considered pivots because they were definitely like much different roles. So I don't know my, my job that I currently have is very, very different than my last one, which has kind of been a tough adjustment. And like, I don't know, I've told Jordan before, but like, I feel like I've had a bit of imposter syndrome since starting just because it's like so different and it just, you need to like, I don't know, let yourself have a chance to learn. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do, but I don't know. I think, um, my first job was really buying and retail. So when I started that, like I knew immediately, I was like, I cannot get stuck in this box. Like I do not want to be here at a dying department store is where I was working. Um, I did not want to be there. And I just knew that wasn't like setting myself up in the future. Well, just because like, I don't know, it just wasn't. So I was like, I need to get out. I need to do something different. So then I went to like a beauty company where I was in like an e-commerce sales role. So I was like customer, like client facing, which was good exposure. Like I had, you know, it was just good experience to like be able to work with different brands and really be the face of the company for certain amazing beauty retailers. It was really fun. So that was my last role. And then the one I'm in now is more of like an operations focused role. So it's giving me like a lot of new skills in e-commerce. So like learning a lot of different systems and working closely with like product owners and IT and just different groups that I didn't typically work with before. So I think it's definitely a pivot because my last role was like definitely communication focused in a different way. And this one is communication focused in like more of a back end, like making sure everything's running correctly way. So it's so, so different. 
And it's hard. I think a career pivot is definitely tough, but sometimes necessary. Like, like I said, I did not want to get stuck in that box of like Mm -hmm. buying at like a retailer. Like I just don't enjoy it at all. Like you'll know if you start a job and you don't like it and you don't like what your manager does, like you just don't vibe with it. You'll know, like Mm -hmm. to get out, you know? When which you I think guess you leads knew. us in, yeah, which I guess leads us into like when we should leave. Oh my God. It's so funny because my friend Christy and I, oh, we, yeah, started this on this, we started on the same day and literally after work, we went out for drinks in West village just to like commemorate the first day of work. And we were like, so when, when can we quit? Literally both oh of us God. that same day, we were like, we need to get out. So that's when I knew I was like, that's not a good sign. If we're like trying to quit the first day. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it hit me so hard that day, but I was just like, this is not what I want to do. But also, like I said, in, in college, I didn't know what the job was going to entail. That's the thing. It's like, you're like signing up for your first job and you're actually making money. And I don't know, you're just excited, but then you actually Mm -hmm. start it and you're like, there's a crash like this. Like, I don't yeah. Like I this. mean, like, like working is not fun. <laughs> I don't know people like, sometimes I think we focus so much on our careers that you kind of forget, like if money wasn't on the table, of course I wouldn't be fucking doing my job. You wouldn't no. either. Like none of us it's would not fun. It's right. Not fun. And, and it's not, I don't know. I think I was more prepared for that jump because I had such shitty jobs in college. Like I was literally scraping. I was like slinging pasta for cash for like years of my life. So my first job, I was an olive garden baby. And I, my first job was like, like you said, I knew I didn't love it. I knew that right Mm -hmm. away. I knew I didn't love the work, but I was so happy to have health insurance and to make money. That it like, it almost softened the blow too much. I think because I easily probably should have quit that job. Yes. I was like, you're so grateful, but then it's like, you realize companies take advantage of you. 100%. Yeah. I, I was so thankful to not be slinging pasta. I was being taken advantage of, you know what I mean? It, It was almost like too, too far in one direction. Yeah. That's how my first job was too. It's like, you don't realize you, like, you don't know, you just think, right. this how is would what, we know any different? Yes. How would we know any different? I'm like, and when I look back, oh my God, was I overworked? Yes. Like, I don't know why I put in so much time to this company that literally doesn't care about anyone that works for them. So I don't know. You just, it's tough to recognize and until you've had other experiences to compare it to, but yeah, when you're young, also, it's hard to say something when you're like first starting your job, like you don't want (laughs) to say, no, I don't want to be logged on until seven o'clock. Like, sorry. Yeah. It's hard to say that. It's so hard to say it. And you, you have no like understanding of boundaries yet. You know, like we always tell people and you always hear set boundaries, set boundaries, set boundaries. But when you're the person that's new at a company, you're fresh out of school you're thankful to be able to pay your rent. It's hard to get on a call and have the balls to say it's, you know, six o'clock, Jan, I got to hang up, you know, like you just, Jan, like you just don't do that, but it's so true. Like it's, it's a recipe for disaster. 
truly I know we've kind of already talked about it but like any other ways on like how you know when to leave your job yeah I mean obviously both of us our first jobs weren't the best and I don't think many are um so I think it's it's hard because (laughs) you're the bitch it's hard (laughs) it's hard because you don't know people's like obviously we don't know what our listeners have been through. Like there are going to be people listening to this podcast who have waited tables for five years and they're just looking for an outlet to be able to pay their rent and not like scrape by and cash every, every fucking second. So like for those people, they'll have a much greater appreciation, I think for a corporate job. But I think there are also a lot of people who didn't work through school kind of had their parents pay their way. And now they're working and they're like, damn, this sucks. And it's like, that's a big spectrum. So I think it's hard to know exactly when something's right or wrong, knowing that, but I think, you know, because you get a feeling in your stomach, it's almost like, trust your gut, trust your intuition. Like if you feel you are being taken advantage of, you probably are, you know what I mean? And I don't think that's not the only reason to leave. There are plenty of other reasons, but I think the best advice like that I've heard is you need to be earning or learning Ideally, mm-hmm. you're doing both of those things. You're earning good money and you're constantly learning. Um, but if you don't have either of those, you need to move on. Like you're literally stuck in neutral. You're not moving forward or anything. You're just sitting and collecting a measly paycheck, whatever that means to you. But you should be doing one of those things. So I think that's a good indicator of like when you log on, are you just completely dreading it? you don't like payday cause it doesn't even matter. And, and you're pissed at how much money you're making. Like you randomly scroll LinkedIn jobs for fun. Those oh are some, <laughs> those are some, if signs. you're constantly on LinkedIn, it's time, it's time yeah. to move on because that was me and my first job. I lived on LinkedIn, which to this day, I hate LinkedIn because I spent so much time on it, awesome. but I fully agree. Like listen to your gut because yeah. If you like dread it, if you have this like internal anxiety and like legit Sunday scaries, like that's an indicator. Like mm-hmm. I don't have Sunday scaries anymore, but Same. I had it so bad in my first job. Like I, would I just, wouldn't be able to sleep on yes, Sunday night. Yep. Like, I know those, that shit is real. And like, it's a huge indicator seriously. So yeah, I think that's huge. I think another thing you, I think you might've told me this or someone told me this, like, if you don't, if you don't want your manager's job, then you're not in the role you're supposed to be in because that's what's next. You know, (laughs) that, then it might be time for a pivot because you don't really want to go in that direction. Um, but yeah, I, I fully agree with the earning or learning. I think you should always feel like you're growing. Um, and if you're not, then it's definitely probably time. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to feel stuck. And I think, you know, Maddie and I are the type to be really like onto the next, like, I want to make more money. I want to get a promotion. Like we're just very motivated, driven people and that's not going anywhere. So I think it's like finding the balance between like recognizing when you need to just relax and enjoy the job you're in and know that everything happens for a reason. And then also like staying motivated and job shadowing and thinking through like self-reflection, like you said, you know, maybe you job shadow someone and see what they're doing. If you look at what your manager's doing and you dread having that job, like then don't stay in the one you're in, you know, Mm -hmm. start thinking. And it doesn't need to be like, 
um, I, I need to lead my fucking company right away. Like that doesn't need to be the case. It could just be start exploring other options. You know, it doesn't, sometimes I think we wait till the last second when we're miserable every Sunday, you're not sleeping. You have anxiety. You're like overeating. You're just living an unhealthy life. You don't want to get to that point. Yeah. 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 Like you never want to be at that point unless you're like super, super high up and you're making fucking bank. That's the choice you've made, you know, like live with it or move on. But I don't know. Mm. The Sunday scaries. Those were the worst. I used dude, I used to literally dream about things happening to clients at work and I I would wake up out of my bed and like, like nightmares constantly about work so shitty wow first jobs are not it damn I know I want to meet someone who like loved their first job if you loved your first job dm us because I don't know if I've ever met someone me either their first job I mean yeah and that's why it's like we don't know what the fuck we're signing up for you know like oh my god yeah we just and the job descriptions are just trash job descriptions like half the time are gibberish. Like, I don't even know what they're saying. Like, it yeah. just doesn't make any <laughs> sense. I'm not even getting, I'm like, no, I, I don't know. even, it's not even comprehensible. Like, what does this mean? Yeah. Um, and then you get to the job and it has nothing to do with whatever the fuck was on the job description. Right. So- it just makes you wonder like who it's just HR, like HR is writing. This. I don't know. <laughs> Literally multiple points in a day. I think to myself, I should go into HR and fix the shit Everything. that is coming out of this department. Like, I don't yeah. understand. Like you just said, if you look at a job description, sometimes this is fun. This is a little test you can do at your job. Look at the job description of the job you're currently in and literally like, see if it makes any sense because yeah. lit- like probably 50% of us, if not more, you wouldn't even know what the fuck the job description is asking you. No, that's so true. It's like marketing lingo. And it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just buzzwords all around. Right. Oh my God. We hate it. We hate it. Okay. The fun part. What should we do if we don't know what we want and like, what's your advice to people who are feeling like stuck in their job and need a pivot? I think, um, I know I've talked about this before, but I had this really great mentor of mine at my first job. And I kind of opened up to her about how frustrated I was with the situation and the role and everything that was going on. And she like very calmly, I just love when people are so calm. Like when you're super anxious and you see someone who's like Zen, it's the best. Um, but she very calmly was like, there are some questions I've actually been given like from my mentor and I think it's great to literally get a pen and paper and write out the answer to these questions. So the questions, like the main two questions were what gives you energy and what drains you? And then the last question was, if you could do literally anything, money wasn't on the table, what would you do? And it was like, just write, like list things off, write sentences, whatever you need to do. And I didn't do it right away. I would say it took me like a couple of days or weeks to figure that out, but it's such an interesting exercise and it kind of goes back to what you were saying about self-reflection and making sure you're just taking time to figure out what you really want. Cause the last thing you want to do is be in a shitty job and then jump ship to another shitty job. Like Mm -hmm. don't freak out and quit, you know, like take your time and figure out what you want before you make a rash decision. 
Yeah, no, I fully, fully agree. Like definitely my advice is self-reflection. And one of my answers was journaling. So I think these are great prompts just to like take away. And I don't know, like, even if you're comfortable in a job, I would do this because sometimes it's so easy to just like stay on autopilot and not really think about it. And I don't know. I just feel like if you don't do anything, you're just going to continuously like be stuck in the day to day and not really thinking about the future. Um, And like you said, I think it's a balance. I think it's a balance of enjoying where you're at and like the job you're in, but also, I don't know, just staying motivated and like thinking at least a direction you want to go in. So I, I love journaling and I actually have a plan this weekend. I have it on my calendar to like I don't even know what I wrote. I was like, get my life together or something and just like (laughs) do some reflection and journal and like see where I'm at because a lot has changed in my life recently. So sometimes like a check-in is definitely needed. And I feel like I haven't really thought about like my career in a while and like what I want to do. And like, yeah. So this, this episode is helpful for me. Yeah. Like you don't want to be one of those people who just goes on autopilot and then they're in the same job for like 20 years. Yeah. That's my biggest fear. I would rather get fired Mm -hmm. (laughs) for doing a shitty job than to just literally wake up and be 45 doing the same exact thing I was doing. Like we are so, so blessed to like have an education and be able to jump ship and to be able to pivot your career and what you want to do. You know, like we're not putting nuts onto a bolt in a factory for 10 days or for 10 hours every day and going mm-hmm. home and coming back. Like sometimes it's nice to get some perspective and to totally. just be like grateful. And like you said, write shit down. Yeah. Literally. Right. I mean, and it can be the craziest shit, like write down anything you want to do because also sometimes it's like, it also, I also feel like I put myself in a box sometimes where it's like, I mm-hmm. have to like be in a nine to five and like, where do I want to go? But it's like, literally the opportunities are endless and I don't want to be at a nine to five forever. Like I could see myself doing other things and like doing things on my own. So thinking outside the box and thinking of things that interest you and like what you could potentially do in the future. I think, I don't know. I feel like that's what your thirties are for. Your twenties are for figuring your shit out and your thirties are for like doing what you want you know, so thirties are coming up and I got to get my shit together. Oh God. Don't say that. I'm not even 26. Okay, they're not yet. that far away. <laughs> they're not that far away, but like, or they're not that close is what I meant. They are kind of close for me. Four years. I mean, four years is what I spent in New York. So that's kind of a long time. We have some time. Yeah. You got some time. We both have time to figure our shit out. And at the end of the day, I know plenty of fucking 50 year olds or 80 year olds who still don't (laughs) have their shit together and they're killing the game. Yes, exactly. Like to be completely honest, I don't think any of us will ever have our shit together. It just (laughs) feels good to get a little closer to having our shit together, you know? Yeah. It's almost like you don't have your shit together, but you You figure it out in your journal and you're kind of like, I kind of get it. But in reality, it's like there's shit everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And we just have to learn how to live with it, you know? Yeah. That's all. You're doing great, sweetie. You're all doing great. (laughs) And this was a good episode. Thank you guys for requesting it. Definitely let us know other episodes that you're interested in hearing about. And we will be back soon with another episode. And that's a wrap on this episode. 
Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to stay up to date on everything for the Cool Girls Only podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletter at coolgirlnews.com. All of our information is linked in the show notes. We would also love to hear any topics you're interested in or any guests that you think would be a good fit for the show. Feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time, cool girls.